hey, I'm Brandon Beliso, and this is Mindful Meditations, where as a collective, because I'm not here alone, for those of you tuning in, I am not alone. Um, I'm blessed to always have people join me in real time on this journey of mindfulness. And in the time we spend together, I always ask for intentions. Um, being a servant of the community, being a servant to people, I ask for intentions because it allows me to discover new things about myself, to get out of my own way and often tune into somebody else's needs and intentions, opens doors and windows and perspectives for myself. So it is uh, almost a selfish request and I'm okay with that because the yin to the yang is I also get to serve. And, and that's, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. So let me share some of our intentions and I'll give my feelings and they're merely my feelings, my impression. Ultimately, when the day's done, I tell my listeners, I tell my friends, I tell my kids, I tell my clients, everybody, don't listen to me, don't listen to anybody else. The key to empowerment is you gotta figure it out for yourself. And if you're willing to hold yourself fully accountable for your every thought, word, and action, and you refuse to blame anybody for your life or your situation or your choices, then truly you can fully empower yourself. And I think that's what's cool about that. I spent the victim mindset for many years of my life blaming my being born into poverty in a foster home and being molested and my mom being an alcoholic and on and on. I played that victim card to the hilt because there's a million people out there that would love to give me sympathy, right? But I, I didn't need sympathy. What I truly needed was empathy. And that was the ability for somebody to understand me, not feel sorry for me. And that was such a huge impact on my life once I understood that and I took full accountability for who I am. So I love sharing that with people. So let's take a look at our intentions. To live for myself first, discover more ways instead of how. I know I'm worthy of gratitude and acknowledgement. Um, somebody asked me that in, in a private discussion today. And I said, truly, if I decide I am worthy, I don't need validation from anybody. If I am truly grateful and I acknowledge that gratitude within myself, then externally, I do not need anybody's gratitude or acknowledgement. And that is a Buddhist practice, the law of detachment, which is really powerful. Because then when I come together with friends or clients or other people, we stand on this very even playing field. But if I come to the playing field in need of validation, then I can't perform optimally. I just had this discussion with my son and it was pretty heavy and heated. You know, we were discussing with him, he had five soccer attempts in a game and he only made one at the goal. And he choked, I mean, he choked a couple of them. And he was blaming the goalie and he was blaming the other guy who didn't make his shots. And my wife's reply was, those people are not our kids. You are our son and we're talking about you. And that's a small example because he's only 13 and he's immature, right? 
but that can perpetuate into adulthood down the line. So spending that time, I enjoy that intention to live for myself first, because if you do that, instead of putting other people first all the time, then we move out of the victim mindset, we move out of codependency, and we move out of finger pointing and the blame game. And I truly have learned that in my lifetime. It's kind of like on an airplane. And please, once we meditate, this is why I'm sharing this. If I'm on the airplane with my child and the oxygen drops in the airplane and the mask drop down, whose mask do I put on first? Mine, right? Otherwise I could pass out putting on my kid's mask. So that's just a small metaphor for that. And please embrace that for what it's worth. My intention is to keep healing. We all are. It's the wonderful thing. I could cut my skin and it heals. The body has the ability to heal. Of course, it's much harder to heal emotionally and spiritually and mentally because it's not as tangible. I get a cut, I put some neosporin on it, I put a Band-Aid, it rejuvenates skin. Well, guess what? We can do that with our mindset. We can do that with a broken heart. We can do that with our spirituality if we look at it that way. I think because it's more cerebral and metaphysical, people often don't see it that way. I break an arm, I put it in a cast. Well, what if my heart is broken? Is there a cast for that? Hmm, something to think about. I'm sure there is. My intention is to whistle while you work, embracing work with a positive attitude. If you are fulfilling your purpose, work is no longer work, it is your purpose. And that's easy to whistle too. The only time I do not whistle while I work is when I'm not fulfilling my purpose, when I'm not living intentionally. And when I'm in that state, it's hard to have a positive attitude, right? I love all these intentions, by the way. My intention is to keep following dreams. <clears throat> when we meditate, we often talk about going up to that place of bliss of nirvana and we bring down our dreams and our intentions. Because a dream, right? A dream is not physical. I can touch this table and it's a table. I can touch this microphone. It's a microphone, but it's hard to touch a dream. So my encouragement, instead of following the dream, live the dream, right? We heard that statement a lot. I'm living the dream. And what, what I, I believe for me, that interpretation is that every day I'm creating a reality for that dream, right? Because hypothetically, let's say the dreams, I'm following it. I haven't obtained it yet, that's why I'm following it. But if I'm living the dream, I don't need to follow it because it's within me, it's around me, it's about me, it's all of me. And that's a beautiful place to be. You know, I think I remember in Karate Kid 2 where uh, they saw the master and the master said, if I'm asleep, because he was so happy to see his pupil, right? He said, if I'm asleep, may I never wake up. And if I'm awake, may I never sleep. Because he was living the dream when he saw his student we hadn't seen in decades. So you might write that down. I didn't write it. That's from Karate Kid 2. I was back in the 90s, but write that down, right? If I'm asleep, may I never awaken. And if I'm awake, may I never sleep. And that's, that's what I've learned about dreams. If I live the dream, maybe more so versus following it, so much more real and alive on this plane. Hmm, I love it, just embracing the work with a grateful heart, right? One more intention is to know I'm being supported, I'm being my best. Uh, 
again, I, I believe if I am my best and I'm doing my best, that validation, that support is irrelevant. It's icing on the cake, right? It's fondant on that cake. Truly, if I invest in my own journey of self-discovery and I walk that path of being my best and doing my best, then I don't need that. And, and I was victim of that. I wanted my father's approval for decades and decades and decades. And that's where I learned good was never good enough and great was even worse. Because when I obtained greatness and I still was belittled and criticized and put down, it really left me confused. And I was the best in the state and he would punish me for winning first place and not listening to him. And he punished me in front of tens of thousands of people. And I never got that because I, that's how much greater can you get than first place. So I really understood that that had to come from within me and it had to be me, right? So I was my best for me. And once I started to do that, then being my best for other people was organically part of the equation. Cool? So let's meditate on all of that. I love all these wonderful intentions. And again, mine is just a thought. Mine is just the moment. And I, before I ever open my mouth, as I share passionately, I ask my higher power to talk through me. I ask God to speak through me. I don't want to speak from a place of ill will, a place of insecurity or fear. So take it for what it's worth. And as we meditate, whatever your personal intention is, I'm hoping that what I just offered you might inspire you in that process. So, cup the hands this way, knuckles on top of knuckles. Bring it below your belly button, three inches where our chi or our ki is, and place it palms up. Palms up, your bowl, your hands act as a bowl or a vessel to capture your breath as we bring it down into our chi. Close your eyes, look up into your eyelids in the middle of an inch above. That is your intuition. And again, for our women here, your intuition is amazing. It's powerful. Growing up with four sisters, I was always in awe. A woman's intuition is unequaled. And if we men can tap into our feminine energy, we might even just on a minute level be able to embrace the power of that intuition. So look up into your eyelids and the middle image above into our third eye, our intuition. Give your breath a color. And let's see that breath come into your nose. See the color of your breath go down into your throat, into your chest. Swallow it deep into your belly. And allow it to sit in the palms of your hands. As it oscillates. Kind of like a sphere, getting brighter, getting bigger. My color is green, so it illuminates brightly like slime in a Ghostbuster movie. And when you can't hold your breath anymore, exhale through the crown of your head, through your third eye, and allow that breath to be like water in a fountain, overflowing, cascading down your face, your neck, your shoulders, your body, all the way to the bottoms of your feet, encapsulating your body, cultivating your personal aura. You're here, they light up the room and they walk into it. That's powerful, and that's simply the projection of your aura. Be mindful of your breath,
visualize all around you this beautiful light, whatever color you chose. It's the energy you project out into the world, right? It's why people just gravitate towards you. But the yin to the yang is that aura must project inward. That same light project out to the world needs to be authentic and transparent and real. So make sure it projects inward and it's anchored from within. I'm not, I don't care about a facade. I don't care about creating an image. I want to be as authentic and as real as I can be to cultivate myself, to be a better version of myself. So may your aura project that. I know because you create that aura, it is your personal armor. It repels negativity and haters and trolls and criticism and you can't and you won't and you shouldn't and you know, you're wrong because you don't do it my way. It repels all of that, but it's humble enough to take in the right information that is needed from the great teachers and books and to learn and be a better version. And I'm ever mindful of that yin-yang, that yin-yang. I don't want to build up an aura, an armor so thick that I let nobody in. I don't let the light, I don't let all the goodness in. I need to be vulnerable. I need to practice humility. So may your aura manifest that also. And now let's ground ourselves. Elongate that spine, sit up taller. And visualize from your tailbone the roots of a tree going deep into the earth. I love using the earth as a reference to ground to, right? Because the earth is wise and old and just has so much wisdom and knowledge and power. And if we can tap into the earth and ground ourselves in that, we offer ourselves an opportunity to be the best version of ourselves. See the roots spreading out deep into the earth. Think of the power when you stand on a mountaintop at the cliff's edge and the wind is blowing. Or you feel a wave that crashes against you on a beautiful hot summer day. The earth is powerful. Tap into that energy. safe and grounded and anchored out of the crown of my head I want you to visualize the branches of a tree going up into the sky past the clouds past the stars past space into that realm known as nirvana bliss and if I can tap into that then I really understand I can have heaven on earth and up in that space where your dreams are, where your intentions are, because right, they're not real yet. We're still cultivating them. So I want you to bring down your intentions, bring down all those intentions to of your dreams, of self-supporting, of embracing gratitude in everything that we do. 
in living for yourself first, because obviously you're not if that's your intention. So it's not real. Bring it down, bring down an intention. Let's see, let's play that out. Okay, living for myself first. First stop is my intuition. Your intuition knows needs versus wants. I need air or I will die. I want a Tesla, yeah. but I need air. So that's the first stop, whatever your intention is. Let it sit in your third eye, right? And now you're women, you women have the intuition. You know if you need it or you want it. You know the difference. You know the difference. My intention is to keep healing. That is a need, not a want, not at all. That is a need. And once we're clear, my intuition tells me, yes, that is a need. Then allow your intention to sit in your heart. Mm. Does it make your heart race faster? I think following my dreams would any day. Right? Living my dream would make my heart race. Healing myself would make my heart race. Living for myself first would make my heart race. Embracing my purpose with a grateful heart would make my heart race. And if it gets past my heart, then it sits in your chi. Because it needs to get into your chi because your chi is where the inertia, where action is taken. And your personal power, your chi, you're the one that must take action. You and only you can take action. Because once you fully do that, you have no need to blame anybody for your life. And that's the beauty of that. So those are the three steps with any idea, dream, intention, business idea, any of it, any of it. Once you're in this state, you bring it down, but you must be grounded. And then let it sit in your intuition. Step two is in your heart. Step three, it gets ignited by your chi. Gratitude, 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 gratitude. It's one of the highest forms of love. And yes, you need to be grateful for yourself. Be grateful for the breath you took today when you woke up. Be grateful for the food that nourished your body. Be grateful for the passion that fills your heart.
as you breathe in, mindfully say, I am breathing. Because if you're breathing, you're alive and you're aware of that. And as you exhale, go through your personal gratitude list. Visualize yourself sitting here, projecting your beautiful aura out into the world. But with the confidence that your aura is your personal armor, it's got your back. It definitely does. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. I'm never alone. And then feel grounded, grounded to the earth, in tune, in sync with the rhythm. And if you can do that, it's those days when you get the parking spot where things just flow, boom, 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 boom. That's because you're in tune. And that's powerful. We've all had those moments, those days, those weeks, those months. And the confidence to be rooted, to be grounded, allows me to have my head in the clouds and dream and try new things and fail forward fast. And it's all good because I'm anchored. I'm anchored in my values. I'm anchored in my beliefs. I'm anchored in the reality that mistakes are part of that process. I welcome mistakes. I welcome them. And when people say you failed, I said, yes, but that's the path to learning and growth. And just because I fail does not make me a failure. And that's the beautiful thing about being grounded. And then from your heart, radiating out into the world, projecting gratitude. The master of gratitude is the person who could be happiest with the least. To be grateful that you can wiggle your big toe. Can you find gratitude in that? You are truly a master. As the saying goes, I complained I had no shoes until I saw a man with no feet. Does it require something so extreme to be grateful? I hope not. Now from this place, centered, balanced, grounded, grateful, open yourself up to the universe its infinite potential, the infinite possibilities, and welcome it. The trees do not try to control the wind. It simply lets the wind pass through it. A great surfer doesn't control the waves. They ride it. 
from this place. I want you to look at your intention as a third person for a moment. What would that person look like? What does your dream look like? What does healing look like? What does a grateful heart look like? Does a grateful heart have big brown eyes? <laughs> Acknowledge your intention. Welcome it. Honor your intention. Some of the greatest suffering is born out of the lack of balance to constantly put other people first and never ourselves, so that we become a victim, a codependent. And in our inability or our unwillingness to heal ourselves, to honor ourselves, we find the need to point fingers and blame. that is not my personal intention for everybody that's here. With every breath that you take, be empowered, knowing that you and only you are the solution to your happiness, to your gratitude, to your acknowledgement, to your dreams. And how wonderful is that? Because you and only you can make that happen. I'm simply a guide. I'm a sage. And with every breath you take in, say I'm breathing. And with every breath you exhale, put it in an I statement. I am healed. I am grateful, I am supportive, I am acknowledged, I am my dreams. Don't follow your dreams, lead the way. That's empowering. support and acknowledgement. Acknowledge yourself. Support yourself. Only you can stand upright. I am healed. Yes, I know doctors heal us, but ultimately we heal better, quicker, and faster if we have a positive mindset and we participate in our healing through visualization proper rest, therapy, all of it. 
I know you. You love your work. It can often be taxing. But allow that gratitude to be your inertia at the end of the long day. To serve one more person at the highest level. As we always say, last one, best one, whether it's a push-up or a client that we serve. know it but um i had a root canal today my second root canal in a month and i had called the dentist and we talk about that synergy i walked into the dentist they took x-rays nothing was there my gums weren't swollen everything looked fine i said no 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 i feel the pain i felt the poison in the left side of my face it was literally because it's you know, root canals because of an infection and then the doctor, the referral, who does the root canals right across the street. And so I call his office and he said, no, he's booked for the next two days. And I can put you on the emergency wait list. I said, okay. Got off the phone and I text him personally, because I know him. He's in one of my kickboxing classes. And I said, sir, um, I need to come see you. And he got me in, I got my root canal, and here I am. So that type of synergy that we speak about, no did not mean no in the moment. I could have settled for that. But I realized, and even when I got into his office until I did a 3D x-ray, he says, no, you're fine. I said, no, I'm not. I know. And to be in tune with yourself, to challenge a dentist who's been practicing collectively between the two of them 50, 60 years and saying no, push it that was powerful because I was participating in my healing and I hope everybody can see that there's nothing arrogant about it I was in, in pain yes I was a self-advocate and and to be able to be with myself in that mindset and all I said was I'm very grateful so so thankful and when I walked out of there and you know I really felt empowered because I didn't just succumb to the situation and say, okay, right? I was self-advocating and that's, that's really what I'm sharing, right? My greatest self cannot live if I don't speak or live for myself and I wish to share that. Yes, absolutely. But if you share that with the need for validation or acceptance, then are we really sharing our truth? 
I don't post and do what I do for the number of views or likes or comments. I do it because it's my purpose. I don't even look back how many views I get. It's irrelevant to me. And I witness that social media is a huge, for me, it's, it's, it's very awful for that. You know, that some young girl will not leave the home today unless she's got 300 likes or she won't post a picture without running it through a selfie filter and all this other stuff. I think social media is a double-edged sword. And it's very important that even in my closest relationships, I maintain the self because if I do that, then when I give, I'm okay with that. Does that make sense? Like yesterday we did to some pumpkin farm. It's not my thing, but my thing is being with my family. And my wife plans all those trips. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what hotel I'm in, none of it. And I'm fine with that because no matter where I go, I'm still with me. And that's the beauty of it. Even if it's in a place I don't particularly want to hang out in, I'm still good with it all because I'm good with me. And, and that's why I encourage that with everybody. Sharing is only meaningful when it's authentic. Therefore, when I share part of me, I know it will be real. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sharing is only real when it's authentic. Well, define authenticity. It's different for everybody. So that is why that journey inward to understand for me, this is my authenticity. And whether somebody gets it or not, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It truly is. My wife will be the first to say she doesn't get me she loves me so she accepts me for who I am and, and you know we butt heads just like everybody else right but that's cool that's cool because you can't always be perfect it's the yin and the yang right it's the yin and the yang and, and I think that's the illusion that many entrepreneurs and people project you know via social media is that life is perfect no it's hard work I work very hard at what I do and I'm here tonight with you even after a root canal because it is my commitment to you. It is my, my purpose with you. And that is my commitment, right? And it's on those moments we don't want to, is that we need to. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. E-Myth is great. It is. Yeah. It is, right? It is great. And it's great because you're here. It's great because you choose to participate. It's great because you want to heal. Right? It's great because you, you, you want that grateful heart in your work. And I'm humbled to share that and witness your greatness. Even in, in, in our fears and insecurities, I still get to witness your greatness. And for that, I'm grateful. Cool? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, hey. I am Brandon Beliso, and this is Mindful Meditations. Until we meditate together again, please. Go out there, 